Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and brought to you every week on Community Radio 3CR. And a good morning, a Gorilla. Good morning, a Buzzer. Good morning, Warren, and good morning, listeners. Morning, Buzzer. Good morning. And aren't we going to dedicate this episode today to Smutton for Love, aren't we? Really yeah. about Kathy and her little boyfriend, Michael. Doesn't love do strange things to you, doesn't it? Especially on Four Corners. Uh, hey, your memory your memory gets faded Drew love, doesn't it? A little bit? I think your balls get big in your brains. That's what happens. <laughs> oh, Michael. Jeez, you wouldn't think he was a $400,000 a year man, would you? Hey? Well, a good question is how long you'll be remaining a four hundred thousand dollar a year you, man. You, you had a good analogy about that buzzer. What? They're the um, what's his name? The bite rider, the Lance Armstrong of the industrial relations yeah, system, yeah. aren't they? Really, just in keep denial. denying, just keep in denial, denial, denial. Smutting for love. It's a. I don't know who had a worse week, them or Caesar. Or, <laughs> or might I suggest Nigel Hadjkus? What's yes. happened with Nigel? I missed well, that one. Nigel, Nigel was uh, on the uh, Senate estimates uh, inquiry this week, and uh, those who read the Australian, that absolute shit Murdoch paper, would uh, know that there was an allegation made by Nigel Hadjkus front page of the Australian a couple of weeks ago, in which he said there were a thousand crimes committed on building sites around Australia in the last 12 months. Well, guess what? Unfortunately, Nigel, under cross-examination, had to admit there was no 1,000 crimes on uh, building sites. There was not 948 breaches of Commonwealth workplace laws. In fact, they were not crimes. They were complaints. Complaints, yes, yes, folks. Complaints. Bit of a there were not. There were not. There were not. Nine hundred and forty-eight breaches of civil laws. 
Uh, and Nigel, to quote him, said, it could be a complaint about a drain pipe over someone's back fence, unquote. And that was at the Senate estimates hearing on the 22nd, last Thursday, the 22nd of October. Nigel, you have won the award for the world's greatest bullshit artist. <laughs> and I must say, the gorilla is having problems with a phone because Nigel's probably ringing in already to complain about what we've just said about him. He'd have done. something in common with uh, Fontaine, wouldn't he? Him and Fontaine. Because oh. Fontaine got up and made all those allegations in the Royal Commission, didn't he? About the yes. bikies and this and that. And when it came to the crunch, he had no evidence either, did he? But let me finish the evidence that he did give. And uh, this is definitely going to be a contender for absolute scallywag of the year, in my opinion. He admitted, when questioned by the Senate uh, committee, that there, had, in fact, had only been 36 proceedings bought against uh, people in the CFMEU and the ETU and so on. Only 36 proceedings bought in 19, uh, sorry, 14, 15, of which only 12 were successful. So he's got a strike rate of one in three. Now, Nige, you are full of shit. For, for God's sake. The showbag award, mate. The showbag award. But anyway, so we have had a week of people living in some other planet. Michael, Kathy... Caesar, and our good friend Nigel. So this week, to all those people, you're all going to get nominated for Skellywag of the Week, but let's get on with the rest of the show because there is some important stuff yeah, of interest on. to our members. Brother, someone, oh, watch so, out, someone watch wasn't out. at the pre-match meeting. We were going to go to sport and all that first, but someone led us into that, and you know who that was. Yeah, what happened well, to your mate from Essendon? He's not with Essendon anymore, well, is he? Well, we don't have drug cheats there, mate, so yeah, we got gone. rid of him. We got he rid was of on him. the way out, wasn't he? No drug cheats there, mate. There's another one at St Kilda. Now they've got two. The bloke that drank the, the lemonade, and now they've got this bloke <laughs> on the cake. <laughs> we cover all soft drinks. <laughs> Jeez. It's a bit hard coming in the sport after that first, first well, report. Well, yeah, well... The buzz did bounce the ball yeah, and it did, went, yeah. went off in all yeah. sorts of directions. Bit they like should have recalled it. Yes, that's <laughs> right. They should have recalled it. Anyway, let's move on because there is a matter of pressing importance in the minds of our members and the industry generally, and that is the RDO calendar for 2016. A matter of no small importance. That's been a hot topic, that is. I'll tell you, are we getting our nuts breaking on the construction sites about that? I'm telling you. Well, I've got to say, the good news is that we have probably achieved uh, an agreed calendar for the whole industry, and that includes both uh, the CFMEU and the unions uh, like the ETU, uh, the Furnishing Trades, and so on. And, I might add, our good friends among the employers. Now, we've had a situation, of course, where we've got an EBA to, to negotiate, we've got an EBA which finishes effectively at Christmas this year in terms of the RDO calendar, there's a Christmas shutdown already in the agreement and we are trying to produce an interim agreement uh, without actually having an EBA in place. However, all parties, including builders, are all anxious to know what we can produce in terms of a calendar 
and can we produce a calendar which is going to be common for all unions in the industry and get away from this mess that has taken place over a number of years now. Well, the good news is, folks, I would suggest to you that by this time next week, there will not only be a calendar, it will be on the website, it will be out in print all over the industry, and it will reflect, maybe maybe won't please all the people in all the circumstances, it's not easy to please all everybody, but I think we're going to have a calendar which is going to please most of the people most of the time, and in fact, it will be the first coordinated calendar in quite some years. So a good outcome, not only for the members, but also for the industry as a whole. So I am confident that by the time the building industry group meets next Thursday, we will have something which everyone has ticked off on and it will be published and we can get on with next year. As long as we're not ticked off about it. So as all systems go. <laughs> I am going to put my nuts on the line and say yes. <laughs> can we read that calendar out now or not? No. No, well, no point in trying to show someone on radio what it looks like. Yeah, good point. <laughs> right, this, this, all I can say is... So we can read that out and be here for three days. We've buddy. got a nine-day fortnight. Effectively, it is mucked up a little bit each year, as it, you, everyone knows, by where Easter is and where that falls in relation to Warren, Anzac it, Day and so on. But we, I think, and the gorilla being a veteran of the industry, would uh, say... That's about as close as we're going to get to a nine-day fortnight. Yeah, and look, I'd have to say, I, I've had a look at it. And, uh, and, and we're only going on what the members uh, vote or voted on or did the survey on. We got the survey back and and uh, they, it was unanimous that they wanted something similar to what we had last year. I think there was one time in September, or not September, one we had three or four or five-week break or something there in the RDA, so they fixed that up. And they also want a longer break at Christmas, which they've done. So we're, yeah. I, th- I think the unions looked at all everything that people have asked for. And I think if you're not happy with this, well, you'll never be happy. <laughs> That's right. And one point that should be made uh, known is that the uh, the Easter break, which has been a subject of controversy, will be an issue that is addressed in terms of a six-day shutdown, so that's Friday through to Wednesday, Thursday and Friday will become optional as it is with the ETU and so on. People will not be refused annual leave if they want it. At the moment, it's compulsory, but now it will be optional. But it can't be refused. Anyway, we should it'll cut. all be out. Now listen, we have got that competition running and we've been inundated by um, phone calls, but we probably would have if we give the phone number out. We forgot to do that last week, which we'll do this week. But there's a $100 voucher for the Palace Hotel uh, for meals and drinks for anyone that... uh, uh, rings up the, the radio station and gives a re- good reason, uh, something they like on the show or something they don't like or what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be Some doing. positive suggestions. It doesn't have to be positive. We're happy with negative ones. <laughs> or we are. There, there was someone got quite upset about being uh, any negative things. I won't mention any names buzzer, but anyway. Uh, what was that over? 
Cheerio oh. to Uncle Trevor, who, oh. <laughs> who I spoke to during the week, who's very happy with the show yeah, at the moment. At the moment. And so anyway, it's a $100 voucher, so get on the phone now. The number is 9419-8377. Is that correct, Annie? Yes? Office hours. Off, office hours. Office hours. 9419-8377. Not weekends. Not weekends. <laughs> Uh, so ring up and give us your advice or, or something you like or something you don't like and the, we'll be the judging panels here uh, and we'll, we'll the best uh, best or worst one or get a $100 voucher for the Palace Hotel. Now, just quickly. Oh, quickly. Just quickly. We want, to congr- we want to mention down Tasmania today. Today's a holiday down there, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They've got a half-decent calendar down there now and they're working towards some good stuff down there. So all the best to Richie and our mates going down there too, Grumpy Guts and Richie. Uh, four day the rabbit, the rabbit's down there. The rabbit, or it's what's got, the other name? The rabbit's gone down to throw himself on a hand grenade. The rabbit's down there for the show. It's the show. It's the show down in Tasmania, Hobart show, isn't it? Is that what it's called or what? Yes, it is called show day, yes. Yeah, and they're having a couple of days off. So all the best down there to the boys down there. What's the rabbit doing down there? He's, he's going to throw himself on a hand grenade, isn't he? I've, I've heard, but... We... Anyway, we won't go into that. <laughs> Righto, uh, now... Buzzer, can like you us. tell us what happened during the week uh, on a couple of jobs because people do want job news and they there's do. been a couple of serious incidents. Well, we noticed on CFME Twitter there, if you had a look, there's a job down in Queens Road where Rafferty's uh, doing two demolitions, number 12 and number 14. One's a sort of a facelift and the other one's a complete demolition. They brought down a machine from Queensland from a demolition company down there and what, what really uh, has gone on there a little bit, and it's a bit of a problem around the industry is that the builder, they're taking away the builder in a lot of these jobs and giving the, the clients are giving the job directly to demolition companies, right? And it creates a bit of a problem. Save a quid? Save a quid, definitely. And even though the developer's not too bad down there, I think the choice of not, not having a builder on site might have made a difference because they at least keep a bit of control on the job. Um, when, when it's left up to the demolition companies, well, you know what happens. It's a bit hit or miss. Unfortunately, this was literally hit or miss because we got a photo on the Twitter there of a bloke uh, actually, Warren, it's one of yours. I think it could be a scaffolder about a few floors up there trying to undo a tile or take a tile. Anyway, we're doing a bit of an audit down there at the moment, and uh, there's two jobs. Like I said, it would help would have helped if uh, they put a builder down there to to manage manage the demolition phase of the building, but that did not happen. So now they've had a bit of a problem down there for a few days. Right, right, right. Uh, and and more. It, Pressing what did happen? The situation on the icon job. Yes, the icon job on the just up from the corner of the Flinders Street, uh, Spencer Street, twenty-nine story job on a real small footprint there. Icon Formwork Company been around a long time. Merck have bit of a big job for them, let me say, uh, and they were stripping some timber out of a void from the fourteenth floor. A bit of, I'd say it was about a, is it eight before or six before? I'm looking at the photo, and it's oh, a decent, four two. it's decent length too. It'd be ten foot long, in old terminology, nearly two meters. Um, is that that's, is that right? Yeah, that sounds about right. It went down the air conditioned void. He interviews himself. <laughs> it's, it went down the air conditioned void. Went down all the way and hit poor old Abdul the tire layer from Decker Tiling, on the three KZ. Oh, and he had the helmet on. It split the helmet in two. Um, it virtually knocked him unconscious. He was taken away in an ambulance. But the good news is Abdul is okay. Uh, cheerio to Abdul out there. All the workmates are thinking of you down there in the job. 
and and uh, this goes to show we need to be very vigilant on the work procedures. The area down below where the hoist was, where he was pulling his stuff out, should have been locked off, and it wasn't. So it was a breakdown in the procedure there, and uh, and Icon need to be a bit more vigilant, and so too Murkav. Well, you know yes, Murkav. Uh, cheerio Fab. to our mate Fab. Uh, you're getting up and. The sort of status of jobs you're doing, and there's obviously some problems. But in the end, the occupier of the site is ICON, and they are responsible for the health and safety issues on that job. And I would have thought that ICON have a bit to answer for. Fab, yes, you deserve a slap on the ear for... uh, Wet tram ticket. But ICON, you are in control, and I think this is a serious incident, and again... If you are the builder, you are responsible. We've just said that in relation to the previous uh, story about Rafferty. A builder on the job produces more safety and then the second story contradicts what actually happens. So anyway, let's move it along because we also need to uh, give someone else a bit of a slap and that's HMC. HMC, yes. Uh, they uh, Well, they, they did have an uh, agreement in the... In, in the um Fair work. Fair work about having a non-union agreement, we've heard. Yeah, 38-hour week. Uh, how much is a carpenter they getting? 24, 20 bucks. 20 bucks an hour and all that. They reckon it was a mistake. We hope it was a mistake because it will be a mistake. Mm. Uh, but uh, anyway, and, and also we heard that they worked in the last RDO. So um, HMC better lift their game. Well, the problem with... Jeffrey Dart. Yes. W- you, pro- you, you'll be the dartboard. The problem with HMC is they've put an agreement into fair work, which actually contradicts the existing agreement that is before, which has been before uh, our good friends at Fair Work some years ago and is still in place. They have not tried to, in fact, end that agreement. They've just tried to put this on top. They say it was all a horrible mistake and they're blaming the MBA. We agree with that. (laughs) Yeah, well, the MBA ain't all that competent, but I've got to say... HMC, okay, it might be the stuff-up theory of history, or alternatively, you're trying to be a bit clever. Nevertheless, there's a lot of blokes working for HMC who are working under the current agreement who are anxious. They didn't know anything about it. Suddenly, they're getting told there's this agreement. Anyway, HMC, are like a lot of uh, lower-tier builders, They are not real good at what they do. And when it comes to uh, issues like industrial relations, they leave a lot to be desired. So, boys, keep an eye on what's happening uh, around your company because sometimes people try to pull a few things on because the EBA is coming to an end and they think they might slip uh, a dud agreement under our nose. Righto. Talking about dud agreements. Shafter, the China Free Trade Agreement... Geez, that went through pretty quick at the end. I hope there was a proper consultation process with all of that. What? (laughs) What's that? (laughs) You know, the unions were fighting the fight there and the ALP just went bang at the end. I hope that there were some discussions took place about uh, what the final outcome would be and what they'd agreed on before they went. Well, the ACTU says the campaign against the China free trade goes on, and I think that's right. The BIG said the same on Thursday. The building industry group are very concerned that the ALP, in keeping my my suggestion with their history, uh, always looking to get themselves out of controversy. 
The Trade Minister Rob made some allegations that the uh, campaign run by the trade union movement was racist and xenophobic and all this stuff. Oh, and uh, despite the fact that ordinary people in this country are being affected by this agreement, our good friends in the Liberal Party give a little, little bit and the Labor Party grabbed it and they think that solved all the problems. Well, I'm sorry, it ain't. And I think this whole issue of free trade agreements is going to continue because the people who lose are workers. What else we got? We scallywags. Doing, I thought we were doing scallywags, no? Well, we've, we've, some, to some extent we have done yeah. scallywags, but let's, uh, let's add some names. We've got HMC. We have got uh, our good friends uh, H&Y. We've got Mercav and Icon. And we've got Nigel Hatchkiss and uh, Rafferty and uh, Trimont for whinging about being nominated. Trim- I, don't think they, I, I don't think they, they, they were. They, they don't think they got nominated, but they whinged because they reckon they did. Well, now we're, gonna nom- <laughs> now we're nominated. You know, good Trimont, bunch of rats. How's that? Righto. They make them happy? <laughs> oh, I've got a, a couple of lates. Uh, this week, our good friend Danny G. Danny oh, oh, twinkle, twinkle taste. Yeah. Had a Sookie bit, Lala. Had a bit oh, to say. Had a Danny, bit to say. What's yeah. going on there? Danny, oh. unfortunately, Danny p- is all about Danny, and yeah. he's not making much Look at sense. me, look at me. Yeah. But in terms of look at me, you can't beat Kathy and Michael. Oh. oh quarter special. Oh, dude, hey, they, don't they love each other, that little couple, hey? The Lance Armstrong's oh, of industrial geez, relations, doesn't they, they believe their own lies, don't they? That's oh. what they've done. They've convinced each other they're, they're both telling the truth, haven't they? Really? And, what about uh, the blokes next door house? They've got the barristers' house. Oh, yeah. he, he's, he's, he's footed the bill for a house next door. He oh, he's losing his memory, but he remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I would too. Hey, we've got to make a move on. So, And look, I'm probably doing it the wrong stage here, but we've got to send the cheerio too. Yeah. Uh, young Buffer, a good good friend of the, of the CFMU, one of our members, um, traffic management bloke out at... Uh, uh, Chadson does a great job. Buffer's hit a bit of a hurdle with his health. He's um, had some tests done. It looks like that's an operation that looks like probably cancer. So, Buffer, to you and your family, we send a big cheerio from the Concrete Gang and all the members and the CFMU officials. Uh, your heart is nails. I hope, uh, you know, I, hope, I hope you get through this little hurdle, and you will. We know you will because you're as tough as, tough as nails, and good luck to you, Buff. And a special cheerio to Johnny Parker, who continues to have uh, health problems, and Johnny's boxing on. Good on you, Johnny. Good on you, Johnny. So we're... Back to I, the scallywag side. So, so I'm taking it that we're going with Kathy and Michael. I think it's oh, a good take. Hands down. Hands, hands down. down. Well, I still fancy Nigel Hatchkiss myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah well, we all know you fancied him. Yeah. I like little fat <laughs> blokes who drink too much, eh? Hey? <laughs> Good on you, Nigel. Enjoy every minute of that yeah. huge salary you get. Get something right too, will you, Nigel? Yeah, and stop bullshitting. Yeah. Righto. I want a, I want a trifecta. Right, I'm sorry, I'm going for the trifecta. Yeah, well, you can. Kathy, we, Michael, we might and Nigel. We might outvote you. No, you won't, because you know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We're what right. about Caesar? Oh. <laughs> Caesar salad. Caesar, Caesar's only talked when he's been in the box, not because he wants to go on four corners. Okay, now Kathy, we, Michael, and Nigel—they're the winners. Other now, winners. Before we go any further, we've got to mention Beans in the corner. 
Beans is a uh, what? What's he a TA? PA? What is he? Beans. He's a trainee, trainee programmer. Old Beans in the corner. So we'll get him on the microphone next couple of weeks. He's our new um, yeah. what publicity officer. Publicity officer. I keep forgetting the old name, but anyway. Right on. We're going to go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to, to win. win. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. If you don't fight, you lose. And good morning from the Concrete <laughs> Gang. Well done. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.